morning and welcome to Midpoint. I'm your host, Shelley Reback, and I'm here with the intrepid uh, Sean, who is the news director of WMNF, and volunteer Jessica Green, who's running sound for us this morning. And we are here during the WMNF Summer Fun Drive, the Summer Pledge Drive, because we are your community-supported non-commercial radio station and this is your opportunity to show us how beloved we are here in the Tampa Bay region. You know, we are so lucky to have WMNF Radio 88.5 FM in our community and it's because of your generous support that we can bring you independent commercial free media with news and public affairs from a truly local perspective and the rich, diverse and eclectic music programming that our music programmers bring to you and we can stream to you worldwide now on the interwebs and we can come to you on the WMNF app and we can bring our content to you on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, we are everywhere now and, and we are uh, able to reach you in all these different formats because of your support. Uh, so I, I would just like to encourage you to give us a call at 813-239-9663 and be generous with WMNF and keep us on the air because you know there's nothing more important in today's world of politics and, and, uh, and culture than having truly independent, non corporate listener supported media it's such a it's such a rare gift that we have here in the tampa bay region you know some of you have uh responded to my solicitations uh for donations already and i want to thank you on the air because i am just so grateful for your support because you know wmnf we're not like you know nielsen ratings or anything like that and the only way that the station really knows whether or not you appreciate this show midpoint uh is through the support that i get during these pledge drives with your donations that tells them whether or not you want to keep me and midpoint on the air and continue to have news and public affairs from a local perspective uh brought to you in the way that we do every wednesday at 10 a.m so let me thank some of my friends and and support here uh, who have already been so generous. I want to thank Data Glasser particularly. Data is the most cheerful person I know. She's fabulous and she just brings you up every time you see her and, and she wants to support Midpoint and her comment is that Midpoint is the best. So thank you Data for your $105 uh, contribution and you know we get these kind of weird numbers because people donate enough to cover the costs and that uh, that WMNF is charged when you make a credit card donation so that's why some of these numbers are a little bit off from the round numbers um, that you would normally hear and we thank you for that because you know the more that you do that the the less the WMNF has to spend on things like you know credit card fees and things like that i want to thank robin rosenberg who made a pledge of 5670 um, and Robin says, thank you, Shelley, for bringing your passion and resources to bringing vital community issues to light. Well, you know, Robin is out of town now, and yet she can tune into WMNF on the on the interwebs you know she can listen on the app and she can follow us even though she's in another time zone now and so we really thank robin and all of our listeners but in, particularly those who are so far away uh, but want to keep in touch with what's going on in the tampa bay community and with the local experts and uh you know contributors who come on to this show 
and uh, keep us up to date on what's happening in the Tampa Bay region. So thank you, Robin. We appreciate your support. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, I want to uh, thank Jenny. Uh, Jenny has made a generous contribution of $105, and she says, keep up the good work, Shelly. Thank you so much, Jenny. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your support. Um, I have an anonymous pledge of twenty six twenty five. Thank you so much, anonymous. We are so grateful uh, for your support. And the web comment on anonymous's pledge says, "Great show." It we is. love those comments, you know, because we're needy and we need to be emotionally <laughs> fulfilled since we don't get paid. <laughs> Shelly is a volunteer, and please support that kind of work that that she does here and all the other. DJs do and the other talk show hosts by calling 813-239-9663 or donating on the web at WMNF.org like the generous people that she's thanking right now have done. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for reminding uh, reminding our listeners of that. Um, we have a very generous donation from C.L. Townsend from Plant City. Thank you so much, C.L. Appreciate it. CL donated $63, and he got a bumper sticker. So he'll be riding around Plant City, kind of dangerous CL, with a WMNF bumper sticker, but we appreciate that very much. And CL says, thanks, Shelly, for your work on this. Thank you. Oh, we have a, a generous contribution from my friend and mentor, Heather Booth, from Washington, D.C. Heather is a legendary, legendary community organizer uh, all the way from the civil rights movement in the 60s to today. Uh, she helped bring the Obamacare um, into, uh, into fruition with her work in, in mobilizing people to support it. And she's now supporting this show and WMNF because she knows how important it is to uh, social movements to have a place where people can come and bring their views and educate the public about the need for some of these progressive movements. And, you know, we do that on Midpoint. If you've been a guest on Midpoint, we have given you the opportunity uh, and we have given you a megaphone to promote your views and promote your cause. And now it's time to pay it forward. And so we hope that you and the people involved in your organization will call 813-239-9663 and make a pledge and pay it forward and keep this opportunity on the air for you to come and make your pitch. Um, And Heather says, thank you for making community radio accessible and designed to move us forward to democracy and justice for all. Well, here, here, that's our prayer. Amen. Thank you, Heather. Um, We have a donation from Andrew Hirsch. Thank you so much, Andrew. I'm so grateful for your support. Andrew says, love this show. We need you. And we love you, Andrew. So thank you very much. Another anonymous pledge of 2625. Um, and we're very grateful for all of our pledges and for all of our donors, anonymous or identified. We have a very generous donation from Kelly. Uh, who donated $252. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much for that donation. We appreciate you and we miss you. Um, We have a donation from another anonymous donation, and this one is also from out of state, Sean. One of our listeners who's been streaming us on demand or uh, through our podcast availability, a pledge amount of $60, um, and anonymous... Um, wants to thank us for putting out this type of um, news and public affairs shows, and we appreciate you, Anonymous. Oh, look at this. Sean, 
Yes. Midpoint has a $500 challenge mm-hmm. from another anonymous. And anonymous is asking for five listeners to donate $100 or more or to join the circle of friends at at least $10 a month and our challenger will donate $500 That's to fantastic. support Midpoint. That's great. So if you are within the sound of my voice and you can swing it, please give us a donation of $100 or more or join the circle of friends for at least $10 a month so that we can claim this $500 challenge by Anonymous. That would go such a long way toward helping us uh, meet our goal because, you know, Sean is a is a very, very heavy taskmaster. and so he true. Has, he has raised my goal, yeah. and I'm here alone now needing to meet this goal. And so we really would like to claim this $500 challenge from Anonymous. So if you can swing it, we would be so grateful if you could give us a donation of $100 or more or join the circle of friends at $10 a month or more and let us claim that $500 challenge donation. Shelly, that's how much confidence we have in you and in your listeners that they support your show and appreciate your show. So we do hope that there will be five people who donate $100 during the show so that we can help get that challenge grant of $500 to support Midpoint on its lofty goal of $2,500 this hour. That would be great if we make that goal. I think we can do it with the help of all the people that Shelly's mentioned so far and all of you who are out there and support this show and are willing to call in at 813-239-9663 or donate on our secure website, which is WMNF.org. Yes, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, that we have some fabulous swag for you, too. If you donate uh, a contribution of 88.50 or more, uh, you can get this very, very cool WMNF bucket hat, um, which I personally am going to claim for myself, actually, for my son who lives in the Caribbean now and who saw a picture of that bucket hat and decided that that would be the perfect sun hat uh, to avoid getting scorched in the Caribbean. And I encourage you to go to our website, take a look at that picture of that cool bucket hat and give us a call at 813-239-9663 and donate 88.50 or more and claim your own bucket hat because you know skin cancer is bad True. bad bad we need to protect from that so we also have these really cool t-shirts this new t-shirt design uh, which is designed by john johnson who's a tampa native um, and John is also the creative director at PDQ and has worked for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and designed album covers. And um, he has come up with this really very cool retro kind of 70s sort of soul-looking design with a rainbow and palm trees. And it, it kind of looks like, uh, you know, what was that... Uh, documentary that Questlove did, The oh, yeah, Soul. Yeah. Um, yeah. Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul. Yeah. This t-shirt is the epitome mm-hmm. of the Summer of Soul. Don't you think, Sean? Yeah, it makes me want to put on my roller skates and uh, go down <laughs> hot to Hot pants and your Malibu. hot pants. Yeah, yeah. Sean, yeah. So if you want to see Sean in hot pants and roller skates, this is your chance. <laughs> call, call us at 813-239-9663. Make a donation and sponsor Sean uh, oh, for a trip down Bayshore. <laughs> 
in his hot pants and roller skates wearing this WMNF Summer of Soul t-shirt because it's just it's it's retro and it's cool and uh, and that would really that would make my day. So <laughs> in any event, let me continue with our thanks. We have to thank Terrence Grawinski from Lakewood Ranch, who made a very generous donation of $100 to support Midpoint. We appreciate you, Terrence, very much. Uh, we have another anonymous donation of $88.50. Um, hopefully, anonymous will be getting one of our premiums and wearing it with pride around the Tampa Bay region. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Um, we have a donation from Paul and Gail Carroll in Bel Air. Uh, of 88.50. Thank you so much, you. Paul and Gail. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you. And we have another anonymous donation of $100. On this anonymous says, Shelly is doing a great job. Keep her on the air. Well, yeah, Sean, you know, let's listen to anonymous here. I, I am listening. Keep her on the air. You know, because Sean thinks he's my boss. So we have to persuade Sean if we want to keep Midpoint on the air. And we can do that by your contributions and your donations that show that you support this show. Um, so we have uh, a donation from Robert Busing we'd like to thank. Um, Bob Busing is a terrific community activist, a lawyer, and a great guy all around. And he's supporting WMNF to the tune of $100. And we thank him very much. Uh, for that donation. And we have a donation from Keisha and Michael um, in the amount of 92.92. That seems like a number that should bring us some good luck. Exactly. I, I think that's a good luck number. So thank you, Keisha and Michael. We're very grateful for your, uh, for your support. And Keisha and Michael want to thank um, Amy Goodman, too, and cool. tell you that her pitching was awesome. Yeah. Maybe not quite as awesome as my pitching, but you know, listen, close. You know, you can call in with a pledge and vote as to yeah. whose pitching you think was more awesome, Amy Goodman or mine. We'll take that vote, won't we, Sean? Yeah, and Shelly, you know what? I've done some back-of-the-envelope uh, math here, and I think we've already raised $1,200 from the people you just thanked and uh, out of our $2,500 goal. So I think we only need $1,300 more. And keep in mind, that doesn't include the $500 match. So if we get five people to donate $100 or more, actually, I think we only need four now that that one just came in, four more people to donate during uh, this show, then we'll get that $500 match and that will keep get us so much closer. So Yeah, we need that. We yeah. need that $500 match from Anonymous. We really do. So if you can possibly spare it, $100 to WMNF to support Midpoint, uh, four people donating $100 will get us that $500 match and it will make my job so much easier and it will really show that you want us to continue bringing you Midpoint. You know, if you listen to Midpoint on a regular basis, maybe you've called in and we've given you an opportunity and a megaphone to pitch your views on whatever the topic of the day is. Um, and and so, you know, it's really time to pay it forward now because, you know, it, it costs a lot to keep up this station and, and not only the on the regular things you think about like electricity, but, you know, all the little things. Now, you know, I had a relative who started a business and did some market research and learned that people, it was a website for, you know, those like wedding 
uh, cash gifts where you say, I want to donate $100 toward a massage on your honeymoon, or I want to donate, you know, $200 to a spectacular dinner or something for your honeymoon. And they found that people donate more when they feel like they know what it's going sure. toward, right? So I I feel like, you know, we should start telling people uh, what our wish list is for WMNF. Now, it's true. Money's fungible. It goes into a pot. And we have people smarter than me who decide how it should be spent for WMNF. But I have a personal wish list that I would like to see fulfilled that I'm going to ask the Midpoint listeners to help with. So, for example, Midpoint needs a few things. Midpoint needs a better website. We're still waiting on that website. So we are, that is in the in the medium-term plans for the station. We are uh, going to be upgrading our website. So that's something that is expensive and does it's take really funds. Expensive. And so uh, when you donate to Midpoint or to any other show on WMNF, what you're doing is you are uh, creating the atmosphere that we can get to the point where we can afford to upgrade our website. That's yeah, definitely because, in the plans. Because that's important for a show like Midpoint because we bring in these experts and these guests who offer very you know factual, particular information about the topics that that we're addressing every time we we go, go on air and we get these emails that say what was that website that your expert talked about or how can i reach out for more information about whatever the expert talked about and you know we don't have a lot of bandwidth and so we need that we need that updated website so we can put that you know information out there for our listeners and bring even more uh, information about these public affairs and this expert information that we're bringing to your ears out so you can see it when you have the time to go back and look at it. The other thing on my wish list, Sean, is we need new chairs for this studio. Chairs would be lovely, yes. Chairs, I mean, come on. Those of you who listen regularly, you sometimes hear this weird squeaky noise. Let me tell you, that is the chairs. That is the crappy chairs in this studio. <laughs> Shelly, you know, you play great interviews on this show. Do you have any interviews that we can listen to to remind people of how great your show is? And maybe you can hear the squeaky chairs. During and, the interview, no, exactly. and that will inspire you to donate for uh, a new chairs for these studio. Like $100. $100 would buy a great new chair. And it would also help us get that $500 match from, exactly. the, from, from Anonymous. $200, we could get a chair with arms, probably. So let me ask you about that. And, and let me tell you that we have had some great shows this season on WMNF. We have, um, you know, we have brought, for example, the Ukraine war to you through a very local perspective. We brought you some students from USF who were here from Ukraine talking about what they were hearing from their families back in country at the start of the war, uh, whether they were going back, whether their families were going to leave or stay. It was, it was really inspiring and really kind of heartbreaking to hear um, Yvonne, one of the students, say that his mother told him that she wouldn't leave because if everybody left, what would they be fighting to preserve. That was very, very uh, inspiring to me, I thought. And we, we brought them into the studio and let them uh, tell you from their personal experience and their family's experience about the war in Ukraine. We also had a local Tampa lawyer, Mark Wright, who 
went on a personal humanitarian mission to Ukraine. We can play that clip um, from Mark Wright um, and remind you of just how interesting that was. Can we play that, Jessica, please? What did you think that you personally had to offer these people? Well, you know, my, my wife asked me the same question. Like, you know, what can you give? You know, what they really need is mental health counselors and what they need is doctors. And I am neither, as you know, that I'm a personal injury lawyer. So, and I thought about it too, you know, what could I bring and what little difference could I make? Uh, so I can tell you that um, I spent two days in Warsaw. I went to a refugee center. Literally, it was an office building that was converted into a refugee center directly across from the hotel. I asked them, you know, how many people were there? They said about 200 families. They had room for 100 more. I asked them how they survived. They said primarily on donations. I asked them what they needed. And they said, well, they were running out of bottled water and they needed cleaning supplies and canned food. So um, I went in. I told them I was part of the Mark Wright humanitarian mission. <laughs> uh, they didn't know who I was, but they let me in. And, you know, we went to the train station with uh, the guy that was kind of taking me around. And we saw what was going on at the train station. We could talk about that if you like. And then we went to the grocery store and bought all this food. So I know for those people, for a moment of time, I made some difference. And then at the border, so I spent two days in Warsaw. I, when I was in Warsaw, I went over to the uh, main Joint Distribution Committee office. Um, they are doing work for both the Jewish and non-Jewish community in Ukraine as well as uh, in Poland. And of course, they're doing an amazing job. And the lady in charge, my friend Karina, you know, I told her I'd like to volunteer. And I tried to make this connection beforehand and there wasn't so much to do. But when I showed up with my um, luggage full of clothes that people had donated and my luggage full of medicine that the doctors, my friends that are here, doctors in Tampa donated, she was like, okay. And I warmed up for a little bit and I bought a dozen lattes the next morning. And she had told me that the lady in charge of the um, clothing center where they organize the clothes and people can come uh, and just take clothes. I mean, these people leave the Ukraine with nothing, sometimes a bag, sometimes one suitcase. But she told me that the lady had gotten COVID, which she has recovered, but I was up. So I spent the whole day, you know, uh, sorting clothes. So at least I was able to do something. And I was able to interact with these people that would come in uh, literally with the clothes on their back and they just, you know, got um, long underwear jackets, um, shirts, pants, socks, uh, baby products. And, you know, that was just amazing just to be a part of it and to see them and to interact with them. I imagine that um, if you're, if you are a refugee coming in and you see someone from the United States in there in Warsaw passing out clothes, I would imagine that that helps people understand that the world is watching and that there are people all over the world who are looking to help them. I mean, I, I would think that that would be a comfort to them. Uh, one of the things, so I got to the border and the border is about five hours from Warsaw. And, and at the border, uh, it's almost overwhelming. You, know, you see these people and, and I'm a dog person. You know, my family, we have dogs, we have cats. Um, you see these people carrying their cats, carrying their birds, you know, walking their dogs. You see them coming off, you know, over with really nothing. And it was almost overwhelming at the border, Shelley. You know, they come across, somebody's handing them uh, an Easter egg, somebody's handing them a bottle of water. I was right there with, uh, my son goes to Berkeley Prep, and um, I was right there with the, my Berkeley fleeces and jackets that they had given me, and I was trying to hand it out to people. But really, at the humanitarian aid center, which is, the, the main one was in Shemesh, about literally a five-minute ride. And they're there, they take them from the border by bus. 
They're put into the humanitarian aid centers for a couple of days to try to figure out where they're going to go. And that's what I think that, that what you say really materialized for me. They were like, oh my gosh, you came from all the way from the United States? You know, why are you here? And uh, like you mentioned before, I learned the international language of love in Ukrainian. It's soccer balls and toys. I took my daughter Rowan's... Um, little Polaroid camera and you know you're not supposed to take pictures there out of respect for the people but once the, the you know security which was everywhere understood that I was taking the pictures with the mom's permission giving it to the kids you know uh, as long as I had soccer balls toys and camera film I was very popular after now, I ran out you know now I, I, all right that was Mark Wright a local personal injury lawyer who conducted his own personal humanitarian mission from Tampa to uh, the refugee centers uh, at the Ukraine-Polish uh, border. Uh, that's the kind of thing we try to do at Midpoint, Sean. You know, we take these big issues and we bring them home and we let our Tampa Bay community uh, learn about the issues and learn about who's working on them locally and um, and I, I think that's of great value, and it's one of the things unique to a community-based independent radio station that we can do. That's certainly something that is a that Midpoint brings to the radio station and brings to our community. And so, if you think that that is worth supporting, it's very important that you support that type of programming by calling eight one three two three nine. 9663 or donating on the web at wmnf.org. Maybe you can get one of our great thank you gifts like our new t-shirt, our retro summer fun t-shirt or our bucket hat or a number of other thank you gifts. You can also designate that you get no thank you gift except for a donation to Habitat for Humanity, which WMNF is also uh, doing for gifts of $60 or more. And keep in mind right now we're trying to meet, meet this challenge of $500. We need to hear from four more people who are donating $100 or more or joining the circle of friends at $10 a month or more to get that $500 challenge from Anonymous. So please support Shelly's show midpoint on WMNF 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. All right. Thank you, Sean. You know, we I think we just got in a $100... Um, pledge nice. that we can put toward that challenge gift from Evangeline Linkus. And I want to thank Evangeline for supporting WMNF and supporting Midpoint. And Evangeline is going to take that cool bucket hat nice. um, that uh, we're offering as a pledge gift this, uh, this season. So thank you, Evangeline. You know, I want to just remind our listeners of some of the great issues that we've covered this season, you know, between the last pledge drive and, and, and this pledge drive, we've really tried to stay up to date on the news of the day. So, um, you know, our most recent show before the pledge drive was on teen mental health. And we had a number of experts um, come in and talk to us about uh, teen mental health because there's a real crisis in that. So we had a private uh, practice psychologist and we had someone from the Hillsborough County School System, the head of the emotional wellness uh, program, come in and talk about what resources are available uh, for people who are looking for help um, with the teen mental health crisis. We did a, a show with Moms Demand on permitless carry, guns. I mean, that is a show that, uh, unfortunately, we have done several times in my tenure here on Midpoint. And I hate to say that I anticipate that we will do more shows on our attempts to try to get sensible 
um, gun laws and gun safety laws passed in the state of Florida and nationally. So we will we will be hearing from Moms Demand. If that's the kind of issue that you are inspired by, that you support, then maybe you want to support WMNF, which gives you a megaphone to promote that cause and promote that issue and to keep people informed about what they should do um, if they care about issues like gun control, gun safety, and changing those laws. You know, WMNF t- takes on those issues and we bring those those kinds of organizations and those kinds of experts into your ears and we let you keep up to date on what you can do if those issues are important to you. So I would ask you to pay it forward. I would ask you to consider making a donation to keep WMNF on the air, to keep Midpoint on the air and to keep that megaphone available to you and the and the causes that you care about. Give us a call at 813-239-9663 or you can go online at wmnf.org slash donate um, and scroll down until where you see it says direct your donation to and I would ask that you consider directing it to this show Midpoint Wednesday um, because we give you that opportunity we make that megaphone available to you and your causes um, we did a show on uh, with the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund which is kind of um, you know in the news as we anticipate the United States Supreme Court's overruling of Roe versus Wade and sending us back into, you know, the pre, uh, pre-Roe era of, um, of illegal abortion. And we talked with the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund about what kind of resources would be available if and when, as anticipated, that does happen and we lose Roe. And, um, Maybe you heard that show from the, with the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund. Maybe we'll do, have to do it again. That's another thing. You know, I'm very open to your ideas. If you, as a listener of WMNF, um, have some ideas about what you would like to see on this show, what issues you would like to see covered, I can't promise you that we will, but I'm certainly open to, to hearing your suggestions and you can send them, um, you know, to WMNF, you can call them in to Miss Julie or you can send them to uh, DJ at WMNF.org and, and we'll take a look at them uh, because, you know, we're responsive to you. You're responsive to us by by making a donation, by making a contribution, by becoming a radio activist, and we want to be responsive to you too. So, uh, you know, we did that abortion show. We did a show on Florida's property insurance crisis. That is another issue that is still in the news. And we had the former state of Florida consumer insurance protection officer, um, Sean Shaw was with us talking about the property insurance crisis. Um, and that was a very, um, Difficult to hear show because, you know, uh, we are having so many problems that seem insurmountable right now in the property insurance crisis. Um, I know that our listeners are interested in those topics because we continue to get support from them. I want to thank Rachel, um, who made a donation of $105 
Um, and I guess maybe we can put that toward our challenge, yeah. here, can't we, Sean? I think that means we only need to hear from two more people donating $100 or more to get that $500 challenge. That would be so great if you could help us out. You know, get us some new chairs for the studio with your $100, um, some chairs with arms for your $200 pledge. Or, you know, you can join the Circle of Friends, which is a really, really easy way uh, to... Um, to keep WMNF and Midpoint on the air. You know, it's just like you put your credit card in, you make a small donation every month, it's painless, you don't have to think about it, and it's like a subscription, just like you subscribe to Spotify or to HBO Max or any other subscriptions that you may have. And you subscribe to WMNF because it's important to you and you you keep us on the air in a very painless and easy way. So I would encourage you to consider uh, making a Circle of Friends donation. Uh, we love that. Shelley, would now be a good time for me to thank the people who called in at the end of Democracy Now! Go ahead. All right. I do want I to make sure... I hope this inspires my listeners, Exactly. Too. So this is how much people love this station. And if you love this station and if you love listening to Midpoint, please call now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. We got an anonymous donation from St. Petersburg for $25. Thank you for that. Also, Tina and Dennis Henneis from Brooksville called in with a $60 contribution. Thank you to them as well. Anonymous from Babson Park do donated $52.50 to support WMNF. They said it's the best information you can get. Also, John Whiteside from Tampa has joined the Circle of Friends at $10 a month. John is getting the bucket hat. Thank you for that. Joe from Tampa, sorry, from Tarpon Springs, that is, $63 contribution. And he is making sure that a percentage of his donation goes to our local Habitat for Humanity chapter and says Joe from Tarpon Springs appreciates Appreciates WMNF and Democracy Now. Rita Ryan from Lake Wales has donated $88.50, is getting the WMNF bucket hat, and she's challenging her friends in Eastern Polk County. Alvin and Edith Levy from Bradenton, $50 contribution on behalf of my 92nd birthday, it says. So happy birthday to Alvin or Edith. Thank you for that contribution. Esther Lennox from 50, from uh, Sarasota has contributed $50 during Democracy Now! and says, go and do what you do best. So thank you to everybody who donated while Amy Goodman and I were pitching on Democracy Now! Now it's your turn to support Shelly and Midpoint 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Thank you, Sean. So hopefully that has inspired some of the Midpoint listeners too to step up and pay it forward and help support WMNF and WMNF's Midpoint uh, Public Affairs Show. And I want to remind you that you have the opportunity to claim some of this cool swag that we have available. We have this really cool new WMNF bucket hat. And we also have this very retro Summer of Soul t-shirt that's designed by a local artist that uh, is, um, you know, will take you back to the 70s. Or if you weren't around in the 70s <laughs> like some of us, it will remind you of what the 70s felt like to wear this cool Summer of Soul t-shirt. Either one of those is available for an $88.50 contribution at WMNF.org. You can see pictures there as well. And uh, 813-239-9663 is how you can, you can uh, make that donation. Okay, so I want to remind our listeners that we've had such great shows 
that um, one of the shows that we did, um, one of the really hot button issues that came up was uh, book banning. You know, we've had to deal with some of these, um, you know, parental rights um, people who have uh, started coming into the various school systems in the Tampa Bay in the Ta- in the Tampa Bay uh, region, and they are trying to ban uh, books. Um, from school libraries and make it difficult for uh, kids to have an opportunity to read whatever their parents choose that they can read because that's really the issue. Um, you know, these parents who are involved in this, these claims for book banning, they want to ban what your kids can read, not only what their kids can read. And so we did a show on book banning and we, we did it in a really innovative way, I think, Sean. We had an author, a very famous author named Lois Lowry, who wrote a book called The Giver that was published in, I think, 1993. And it's one of the top books that has been on the banned book lists since its publication. Um, and Lois is a part-time Florida resident so, you know, we have that local connection uh, to WMNF. And she, she joined us uh, from her Florida home to talk about um, her particular book and why she thought it might have been controversial and, and the attempts to, to ban it. But we also were joined by Colette Bancroft, who's the book editor of the Tampa Bay Times. And Colette, who covers, you know, books from all around, um, had a lot to say about that um, that issue of book banning, and I think we'll hear from Colette for a few minutes now. Can we so do that, Colette, Jessica? Uh, Colette Bancroft, book editor of the Tampa Bay Times, is with us. Um, can we get Lois Lowry back on too? I, she I'm, needs- I'm on the phone now. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Colette Bancroft, here's my big question for you. Are we mm-hmm. seeing an increase in censorship of children's books lately? And if so, is it because the books themselves are so much more provocative and aggressive in presenting concepts that challenge our more traditional notions of society and the family and identity? Or are, are books today not really much different, but parents maybe are being ginned up by some cynical political operatives to attack education and educators, which are a traditionally liberal democratic power demographic for political purposes. What do you think? Are the books so different or is the political context so different? I think it's a combination of both. I think there's been an increase and I think it's a good thing in diversity in books for young readers um, in terms of subject matter and in terms of who writes those books. And that's a good thing. Um, I, But I also think that this is part of a larger political uh, trend um, toward the, these book bannings are part of a larger political trend. And, and we've seen book banning and book burning and all of those things before. And um, it comes out of a certain kind of political mindset. And, you know, the, when the founding fathers got together in the 1770s to you know, overthrow the, the British and create a country founded in liberty, they didn't start out by banning books. Um, so it's, a diff, it's the other kind or another kind of political movement. So I think it's a combination of both those things. We're in a, it's cycles. Well, you know, you know, ironically, the group that is, uh, that brought the complaints to Polk County 
um, about these books is called uh, County Citizens Defending Freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, claim they follow a strict process when taking action to correct breaches of freedom and liberty. So it's ironic that you bring up the founding the founding fathers. Uh, mm-hmm. They say our process is based on the biblical model of Matthew eighteen fifteen set through 17. They claim to be the group also that wrote the anti-vaccination mandate in Florida. And they're offering legal help for religious exemption paperwork uh, to... Uh, help people that don't want to uh, wear masks. And they have been partnering with some other extreme right-wing organizations like Turning Point USA and Liberty mm-hmm. Council and America's Future. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. who the stakeholder is that brought this complaint uh, yeah. to the Polk County uh, School Library people. Yeah, it's ironic that these these groups that try to do this and parents who do this um, you know, we'll argue parents should have a say in what their children read. And I agree with that. And of course they should. But parents have a say in what their own children read. No parent has a, has a right to tell other people's kids what to read. And that's what, uh, that's, you, that's the issue, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that, that in, in, in expressing this, you know, desire to ban these books, they're trying to take away other people's rights, not just the rights of children to read those books and that's tremendously important but the rights of all those other parents to make their own decisions about what their children read right so it's you know it's ironic that they sort of cast it as some kind of freedom thing freedom thing yeah all right that was colette bancroft and and myself uh colette's the book editor of the tampa bay times and we brought her on to talk about these local campaigns that have been cropping up to ban books in the tampa bay area um and you know she was a terrific guest and uh gave us a lot of information about these book bans and what motivates them and you know i just want to point out sean that you heard me talk in that clip about the organizations that that were bringing these challenges and you know this show requires a lot of research True. you know it's a lot of work for no money <laughs> just <laughs> remind you i don't you know we're volunteers here most of us who put on these shows are volunteers i'm i'm a volunteer um the fabulous jessica green who's running the soundboard for us today as a volunteer uh barbara fling who usually answers phones for us on the show as a volunteer you know and we do this because we think that the, it is important uh to have independent non-commercial media non-corporate media in the tampa bay area and um um, you know, it is, it's quite a bit of work to do the research, and we try to bring you accurate information and well-researched information and to keep you informed of these public affairs issues, these news issues, but try to do it in a way that brings a uniquely local perspective to you. And that's why we invited uh, Colette from the Tampa Bay Times, you know, of course, who's local. And and so we'd like to continue to do that for you, and we can only do it with your help and your support. And so I urge you to give us a call at 813-239-9663 or go to our website at wmnf.org slash donate if you're sitting in front of your computer and make a generous contribution to keep Midpoint on the air and uh, keep me 
uh, having the opportunity to, to bring this show to you. And take one of our cool uh, premiums that we have for you. We have this cool summer bucket hat, and we have this Summer of Soul 70s retro kind of T-shirt uh, for you. And, uh, you know, we want to say thank you to you for your support. Shelly, can I thank someone who just donated? Sure. So Charmaine Martinez from Pinellas Park just contributed $50 and says, keep up the good work. The dial of my radio is always to the left. So thank you, Charmaine, for, for calling 813-239-9663 and don- or donating at WMNF.org to support Midpoint on WMNF with Shelly or supporting the whole station. And Shelly's right. The amount of research that our volunteers here programmers do, our, our news and public affairs programmers, and even our DJs do, the amount of research, the amount of time and effort and love that they put into their shows is so valuable to you as a listener that we think that you would can respond in kind by saying, yes, I'll support this kind of work. I'll support the radio station that puts on great hosts like Shelly on the air. And you can do that by making your donation at 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three, or on our secure website, which is wmnf.org. All right. Thank you, Sean. I have a couple people to thank, too. I have Anonymous here who has pledged uh, $105 to cover those credit card costs. And ding, 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 yeah. ding. I think maybe we hit our uh, challenge amount. I Did think we? we will. That w- We needed two. And so that's the first one. Okay. And I, I, I'm, I think we're going to get an, you're going to say another one, right? Well, let me <laughs> just surprise you, Sean. I'm so surprised. Because I have a donation here from Anthony and Deborah Belanti, the fabulous Deborah Belanti, and her family have donated a hundred and five dollars. So now, ding, 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 yep. ding, 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 ding. So we get. That I'm going to claim challenge. that five hundred dollar uh, challenge for the midpoint show. And Deborah says, uh, "Yes, thank me and keep up the great work." Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Anthony. We are very grateful for your support. We have another pledge from Patricia Callahan from Tampa, who has pledged fifty-two fifty. Again, thank you for uh, covering those credit card charges for us. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you for listening to the show. And we have uh, a pledge of a hundred dollars from Jeff Carroll from Lutz, who uh, who says. Um, Jeff says hi to Sean. Well, hi, hi Jeff. Good to hear from you again. <laughs> Great. Uh, thank you, Jeff, and thank you for making your pledge during midpoint. <laughs> we appreciate that. All right. So, uh, you know, another one of the um, the topics that we covered was, you know, some Tampa local history. And Jessica, maybe we can play that. Uh, pa- we had Patrick Montega on, who was the editor of La Gazeta, which is the nation's only trilingual. Uh, newspaper uh, based in Ybor City. Let's play that. Yeah, during the Reagan uh, administration, uh, they had a, a bunch of uh, U.S. attorneys that uh, throughout the South uh, decided to go after a lot of the Democratic uh, political institutions. And uh, in this uh, area, they went after E.J. Salcinas, uh, yeah. our state attorney. And Barry Cohen represented him then. He mm-hmm. was the state attorney for quite a long time, I think like 20 years or something right. at the time that he was uh, under investigation, which we should make very clear, never resulted in any uh, charges, convictions, Correct. or what have and, you. And but eventually achieved redemption when uh, McKay appointed him as a, a judge and uh, served honorably on the bench. Right, right, in the, on the state court bench. But now now Tampa's big time. And, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of those same kind of political uh, maneuvers and, and power, power fights uh, seem to be coming up again. I mean, in those days, though, 
in the 80s, like the mid-80s, we had real corruption locally in, in Hillsborough. We had our county commission, I think, was it every one of them except Jan Platt was indicted uh, for corruption. And the corruption all revolved around deals with developers. Correct. Um, and uh, we continue to have those same issues, of, and we have had them forever. Um, you know, uh, it's gotten more sophisticated. Back then, they used to call them bagmen. Now, they call them consultants. <laughs> uh, but money still gets spread around through politics and through uh, the hiring of certain architects, the hiring of certain people. And um, so, you know, I always find it interesting. Uh, you know, in the old days, they called it bleed. It was illegal. Now, we call it the lottery, and it's legal. It's, it's the same act. It just all of a sudden... Uh, miraculously becomes uh, okay with the law. Well, we had some, we had real corruption back in those days. I mean, we had indictments of sure. our political, uh, of our elected officials. We had indictments, we had convictions, um, uh, and we had the investigations that were used as ways to remove people from power um, when. Um, Really, in the end, like in E.J. Salcinas' case, there was no, you know, there was no uh, conviction. There was no, actually no indictment even. Right. You know, there was no probable cause to believe there was any crime. No grand jury indictment, nothing. But yet he was removed from office by the then Republican U.S. Attorney, Robert Merkel, um, and, uh, and replaced with uh, p politically with Bill James, who won election because of the smear campaign on EJ. Yeah, they leaked that he had taken the fifth that in mm -hmm. in the grand jury, and uh, you know what what I found so interesting looking back at the history of Tampa because I was an outsider when I came. What I learned very quickly is that Hillsborough County and the city of Tampa was divided into two. There was, and it was really a pivotal moment in the change of, of, of this place becoming, you know, from small time, small town to big time. Mm -hmm. Because it was a time when there was the growth of the suburbs up until that point, you know, the city was really the center of the universe. And the city was primarily uh, Latin, democratic, um, and, and of course, by Latin, I mean... Spanish, Italian, right. and the German Jews who came early, mm -hmm. and and that whole crowd was was democratic, and uh, they were urban, and then you had the growth of the suburbs, Carrollwood, um, and some of the East County suburbs like Riverview were growing, mm -hmm. and you had an influx of people who were all Republican, white, Anglo's, and um, and as you said, the Reagan administration put those people into power in the U.S. Attorney's Office, into power in the FBI, whereas the Sheriff's Department and the State Attorney's Office were still that Latin mm -hmm. uh, Democratic power base. And there was a real conflict. It was a real struggle as to who was going to maintain or take a take the power in this sure. area in the 80s. Well, and the Republicans uh, won that and, and have for a long time. But, of course, we've witnessed in the last few years the switch back to where uh, Hillsborough County is becoming more uh, urban-centered, uh, where Tampa has become more of the seat of power again. And um, that um, the county, the pendulum swung back, in this county at least, is becoming more democratic.
All right, that was Patrick Montega from La Gazeta newspaper, the nation's only trilingual newspaper, which is based right here in Ybor City in Tampa. And one of the nice things about having Patrick on and some of our other guests is that we have so many new people in the Tampa Bay region now. You know, the area has really exploded. It's on all the top 10 lists of places that people are moving to. And these new people don't know a lot about Tampa and a lot about their history. And so I think it's it's important uh, that we have a resource like WMNF who can give them a little bit of a sense of of the story behind the story of where they're moving to, so they get they have a, a you know a closer feel for for the region and and what's here for them. So we would like to keep WMNF on the air. We would like to keep Midpoint on the air. Um, we would like to continue to give people the opportunity to make their pitch for their their causes, their organizations, their point of view. Um, here by giving you a megaphone either as a guest on the show or as a caller and we can only do that with your help and with your donations so please give us a call at 813-239-9663 or go to our website at wmnf.org slash donate and please be generous with us so that we can continue bringing you this type of programming um this is the you know the end of my pitch for the the summer fun drive, but you are welcome to make a donation on our website at any time and scroll down on the page to where it says direct your contribution to, and pick MPW, which is Midpoint Wednesday, because that's the only way that Sean gets to know that you like this show and you want to see it continue. And you know we've done really well this hour. We had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars. I don't know the exact tally, but I do think we're close. So I think if you could make your donation now, it would really help to let Shelley reach the goal for this hour of programming. And we we set individual goals for individual shows just because we have a, an overall goal to reach for the station, which is two hundred twenty thousand dollars for this week. And so if uh, if if each show makes its goal, then we'll make our goal. So uh, I think we're really close. Can you make a donation now to Shelley's Midpoint Show? 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. And I have uh, one last person to thank before we go to NPR news and that's Orla who has uh, donated $210. Thank you so much Orla and her comment is keep up the great work. Well we will we will certainly try for you Orla and all our listeners. We thank you so very very much uh, for donating to Midpoint uh, to help us stay on the air and to help us continue to give you the megaphone to call in. I mean, how many call-in shows are there uh, where you can give your views on, certainly on FM radio? I don't think that there are any but us, really, you know? So um, we'd like the opportunity to continue to stay in your ears and give you that uh, that chance to make your views known. So give us a call at 813-239-9663 or go to our website at WMNF.org. Look for the drop-down menu to direct your contribution to MPW, Point Wednesday. If you're in the car, get to a safe place so you can go to our website and make that donation or make that call. And we really, really appreciate you and thank you for your support. Don't we, Sean? We do. Thanks to everyone who donated during this show and who has contributed to WMNF over the 30 or 40, the 40 plus years that is that we've been on the air. And with your help, we can stay on the air. Here's the number again to call 813-239-9663 or you can donate at WMNF.org. You've been listening to WMNF Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota.